CDPHE's new health priorities for 2024 are wildly off target. By Pam Long. On January 18, 2023, Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment briefed its SMART Act presentation, State Measurement for Accountable, Responsive, and Transparent Government, to the Joint Health Committee in the Legislature. This presentation includes CDPHE's priorities, legislative agenda for the upcoming session, and funding requests. The Joint Health Committee members ask CDPHE a few questions, but the elected representatives and senators do not actually hold CDPHE accountable for anything in this hearing. This should concern every citizen because CDPHE has unchecked power to enact vaccine mandates under public health, regulate drastic cuts to gas and oil usage under environmental justice programs, and impose gun restrictions under the Office of Gun Violence Prevention and Red Flag Laws. CDPHE's unchecked power and billion dollars in ARPA funding postures to restrict critical freedoms for years to come. CDPHE announced three wildly important goals for 2024, reducing ozone, reducing healthcare costs, and reducing syphilis transmission. I concur that these are astoundingly wild goals, but there are not enough people in the Colorado Capitol with the courage to bluntly reprimand CDPHE for being wildly off target in health priorities. Director Jill Hunsaker-Ryan said they can focus on these new things because they know how to handle a pandemic as evident in their success with COVID. CDPHE shills for pharma, not public health. CDPHE measures health success by the number of drugs and tests sold. If you lost your business or job, lost your health after being coerced into taking an experimental vaccine with adverse effects, or your children lost grade levels in school, None of that collateral damage was briefed in the Smart Health hearing presentation. Ironically, CDPHE reported a nursing home staff shortage, but more as a mystery and not the result of firing 5,280 healthcare workers in what will eventually be ruled an unlawful experimental drug mandate. CU Hospital, CDPHE, and the Colorado Board of Health are being sued for the healthcare worker vaccine mandate. In Sweeney et al. v. University of Colorado Hospital Authority et al., CDPHE's defense falsely testified that healthcare workers were offered an FDA fully approved vaccine before disciplinary action. In reality, the FDA approved versions were never manufactured to date. All COVID vaccines were labeled EUA or emergency use authorized and therefore cannot be legally mandated by any employer. Should we hope that the lawsuit compensations deter any future unlawful drug mandates? In any outcome, taxpayers pay the bill and pharmaceutical companies make billions of dollars. Repever Brandy Brandley, R, HD 39, Douglas County, pushed back on CDPHE's new goals, citing the mental health crisis imposed by school lockdowns and the current migrant crisis at the border as more important priorities. Repetter Richard Holtorf, RHD 63 Weld County and candidate for USCD4 also pushed back on these goals, citing the drug overdose crisis as a priority and pleading against the climate change believers to allow agriculture to grow food and raise livestock. Ease war on ozone. CDPHE plans to impose a significant reduction of 50% for oil and gas in 2024. The public will start to see mandates for electric school buses and other equipment. The wild part of this goal is that none of it is based on actual data, but rather modeling. 
When CDPHE was asked about actual data, CDPHE responded that it's complicated and may take many years to get actual data. In other words, CDPHE will impose harsh energy cuts and the public will not know for years if these measures actually reduced ozone or by how much. It appears CDPHE is applying their first modeling then mandate strategy from COVID. Remember that the pre-lockdown COVID models predicted 2.2 million U.S. deaths and were highly flawed. Get ready for climate lockdowns because CDPHE has not been held accountable and the department is immune to collateral damage. Your job, your business, your student with unreliable electric school buses. Reducing costs by spending millions of taxpayer dollars. CDPHE's goal to spend millions of dollars to save money is also wild. For example, CDPHE cited that the state vaccine registry database, funded with 690 caliber from taxpayers, saves money. As reported in my previous article, Medical Surveillance from Womb to Tomb, Colorado Immunization Information System, the state is required to implement evidence-based programs. Research does not support that CIS improves public health for its million-dollar annual expense. A 2015 economic review of IIS, Patel et al. found no actual benefit to public health measured by reduced morbidity and mortality at the cost of $7 million over five years to the state. A 2015 systematic review of IS, Groom et al., found that IIS had no performance measures or deliverables for public health, and practices using IIS did not have significantly higher vaccination rates than those practices not using an IIS. In conclusion, the strength of CIS is that it serves vaccine providers with highly individualized data for targeted sales, inventory, reordering. It is supported by vaccine providers and 80 medical association lobbyists in Colorado. However, CS has no consumer protections for the public. The weakness of CIS is that it costs millions of dollars annually for redundant data collected in EHRs and at schools with better accuracy and privacy. CIS is a security threat to sensitive data as ransomware targets centralized healthcare databases for millions of dollars. CIS is also a threat to freedom with interventions for targeting people and coercion for vaccine uptake. The bombshell in this briefing was an inadvertent mention that HB 22-1157, Utilization of Demographic Data by Colorado Department Public Health and Environment, somehow gave CDPHE authorization or the perception of authorization to share people's vaccine records with other state vaccine databases. H22-1157 allegedly aimed to address health inequities for gender identity, but now appears to have been a Trojan horse for sharing Coloradoans' vaccine records with other state tracking databases. This unauthorized state data sharing is the last obstacle to overcome in creating a national vaccine tracking database. The Office of Gun Control's second year at CDPHE. Last year, CDPHE launched the Office of Gun Violence Prevention and I summarized seven red flags in how the new Office of Gun Control shall infringe on the Second Amendment. If you are on the fence on how wildly off-target CDPHE is with health priorities, look no farther than this office, which offers no benefits to public health. CDPHE briefed that you can expect to see anti-gun ads in 2024, and their office will be tracking every gunshot injury in the state. Another cost-saving million-dollar tracking database is in the making.
do not expect to see CDPHE tracking vaccine injuries or excess deaths due to experimental vaccines because vaccines are very profitable and do not have any liability for manufacturers or providers in the U.S. since 1986. Syphilis and New Mobile Clinics By far, CD's wildest new goal is syphilis. CDPHE does not want to focus on abstinence or prevention programs. Instead, CDPHE plans to utilize mobile clinics with antibiotics. I will simply leave readers with a summary of the cautionary details about the previous government syphilis treatment program scandal, the Tuskegee experiment. The smart hearing lacked actual accountability. The smart hearing is about accountability, responsiveness, transparency, and yet none of those goals were accomplished. For those who have courage and are not cowards, these are the questions you should ask CDPHE. First, how is CDPHE being held accountable for allowing employers and universities to mandate an experimental COVID vaccine, clearly labeled EUA and voluntary by federal statute, with the FDA-approved and licensed COVID vaccines never being manufactured to date? Second, how is CDPHE accountable for allowing entities to create their own vaccine exemption process which did not follow state law and to deny exemptions, resulting in firing 5,280 healthcare workers and the current staffing shortage? Third, how are CDPHE and the Colorado Board of Health responsive to the members of public who testified month after month against pseudoscience pandemic policies? like the six-foot distancing, which Fauci recently testified to Congress, came from nowhere. The Colorado Board of Health routinely stonewalls the public in silence, with no evidence to support recommendations. Fourth, regarding transparency, why has CDPHE never briefed the public on the failures of the COVID vaccine? The published research literature reviewed in Are Vaccines Marketed to Senior Adults Safe and Effective? concludes that the COVID vaccines do not prevent infection do not stop transmission, do not prevent severe illness or hospitalizations. Fifth, in multi-million dollar surveillance programs such as VAERS, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, DMED, Defense Medical Epidemiological Database, and Udravigilance, these databases show exponential increases after the COVID vaccines in cardiac conditions, cancers, and neurological disorders, along with increases in excess deaths in young adults in most countries. If CDPHE can claim that these databases are unreliable, are we to falsely assume there have been zero deaths and zero disabilities after people were given multiple doses of a fast-tracked experimental drug using risky mRNA technology? What are the adverse effects in transparency? I conclude that CDPHE hasn't informed the legislature or public about COVID vaccine failures due to lack of accountability in Colorado and the program's profitability in federal dollars. The public should demand an audit.